1: Ready?
3: And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Before we do anything, we're wishing you a very happy Mother's Day. And uh, we hope you're having a wonderful time with your family. Come on out to Millburgers where a lot of folks are out here today. Uh, I know they're doing some Mother's Day shopping, so if you, uh, even if you have gotten everything, there's probably something here at Millburgers that Mom would like to. So come on out to Millburgers today, uh, from uh, fountains to uh, planters to plants to trees to vegetables to herbs uh, to water gardens to fish. It's all here at Millburgers, and uh, you can find it for Mom today. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And don't forget, next Saturday, Millburgers will be having its quarterly blood drive. So come on out to Millburgers between 10 and one thirty to donate blood. Millburgers will give you a gift certificate to uh, the nursery just for going through the process. And uh, then the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center always has... Uh, nice gifts for you as well. So uh, it's next Saturday, 10 to 1.30. Uh, for more information, go to millburger Gosh, it was nice.
4: Mom will also appreciate the sales, you know. The, you know that you,
3: that you uh, save money?
4: Uh, ch- women like to buy uh, good plants. You're right. They like to buy good plants on sale. Okay. And so they got, as, you, as you've talked about in your commercials, uh, the zinnias. Uh, mm-hmm. that attracts butterflies. That Calvin was talking about yesterday.
5: Cut good cut flowers. Great, yeah. great flower for the summer.
4: And penta's, and vitex. I I, I I walked by the vitex coming up here from the back, and uh, they just full of full of blooms and buds back there. Yeah,
5: and there were a lot of folks moving them out too. Yes. So yesterday they were purchased,
4: and lantana, of course, and then uh, so those are all good landscape plants for, that attract butterflies and hummingbirds, and and are good for uh, uh, Mother's Day gifts.
5: Change the subject a little bit. I, yeah, uh, it's it's neat to have uh, everybody brings their dogs here to Millburgers, and there was a Airedale out there, so I ran out there because you know I had Airedales all my life, and. And uh, made me feel like I was young again. Hugged it and petted it. Didn't and, last and very then, long. Yeah, <laughs> no, because then I turned around and stumbled over my own feet, and uh. I, I was reminded that I was—you
4: <laughs> were older, humbled, <laughs> humbled again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Calvin. Well,
4: well, we, hey, Benton and I were talking that if you were nice to. To Milton and I, and the customers that you are to the dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, You just came up to the dog, gave it a big hug, and yeah, you scratched know, it.
4: ran off the porch. <laughs> yeah, through the bed of the Airedale.
5: Yeah, and then Airedale, Airedales are a wonderful breed. They got all the good, good characteristics of terrier, and plus you can train them. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> unlike like a terrier.
5: Uh, yeah, Westies. Unlike Westies and a lot of other terriers, are a little tough, a <laughs> little easier to train, for sure.
4: Somebody said, the uh, way, way you can tell a terror is when you call them, they run the opposite
1: way. <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: No, um, <laughs> my, mine are much better, these two I've got now, than my other ones. My other ones definitely ran the run. <laughs> Ma- Maggie used to, just to show us who was boss, would sit outside the fence, and just for a half hour until she got tired, and then she come. But uh, Tilly and Darcy, at least they stop and look at you before they run away.
4: <laughs> 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 Yeah, but they're they're, they're full of vim and vigor. Oh, boy. That's what we like about them.
3: All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Outside of San Antonio, you can call us toll-free. We have folks on the road that listen to us as they're uh, uh, driving their trucks. We've got all kinds of people from all over the world listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. So, we encourage you to call us at eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven.
4: I'm kind of disappointed in the phone calls that we got yesterday, and we had not gotten any today on Calvin's article about the oh the deerproof deerproof Yeah, he's sheep. trying. He
5: was trying to aggravate, motivate people to uh, yeah uh, to
4: we call to in and say, well, they they eat them in my neighborhood. Uh-uh.
5: Well, that'll come,
3: I'm sure.
4: But Calvin pretty well covered his bases on how they. Yeah, you said he Eat different a, plants in different neighborhoods. A little
3: disclaimer was needed.
4: <laughs> he has a disclaimer on every paragraph.
3: You know the uh, the following information is a, is good in some neighborhoods and under most conditions.
5: Yeah, we discussed the uh, whether deer are eating grass or uh, how much and and uh, whether it's horse or. And one of the people I talked to was looking at the certified butterfly garden. They they said, "Why do you have this weed for their horse herb?" <laughs> and I, I giggled a little bit, but then I I said, "We we've declared it's not a weed." We're, there you go. The butterflies like it. The deer like it, and plus, you can't control it. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can't kill him with Roundup, or add his drought tolerant.
5: Goes away uh, and it comes back. Receding peren- perennial, which it makes it pretty tough for. Yeah. The herbicides that target one or the other. Yeah.
4: I was visiting with somebody the other day, and they had a a real shady spot, uh, and uh, on the side of the house, and uh, the, I think they tried uh, jasmine, Asian jasmine, and things like that, and they were going to resort to horse horsehair. And uh, come over here and buy some horse herb, for which we have for sale as transplants over here in Millburn or sometime. I don't, know, I don't know if we have any now or not. we got but fraud
5: fruit, I know. The one yeah, yeah he
3: was talking about that yesterday, Trace was. Yeah,
5: the, the butterflies really like that too. Slipped uh, on a native. <laughs> well, roasted corn, okay.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Sure, sure, sure. Thank
5: you could talk us into that. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
3: Thanks. The, by the way, we'll mention now that they're selling roasted corn out in the parking lot, <laughs> uh, and it's kind of one of the treats. Now I that sell. they're
5: going to give us some, we're, 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 we're. I always forget. Yeah.
3: Uh, and so, uh, yeah, we got the. Well, they're,
5: uh, sometimes they're out there, sometimes they're not.
3: Yeah, today they're out there. Yesterday they were here too. And, yeah. uh, um But yeah, you see lots of folks walking around with ears of corn, uh-huh. enjoying them all buttered up and everything. So uh, you can come on by, mill burgers and and, and get some roasted corn too.
5: And it's, it's good too. Yeah, and especially like a little, uh, little kids enjoy it. Yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So I guess it's much more tender than it was in the old days. When they...
4: <laughs> oh yeah. It's yeah. Well, even sweet even
5: even sweet corn is easier to. You can store it longer. Oh
4: right? yeah. And, uh, 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 and it's sweeter.
5: Yeah, and then of course, ro- and roasted corn used to. A lot of times it was pretty tough, but this is, it's pretty delectable.
4: They've worked for years to make it sweeter, and guess what? The complaints I hear. It's was, too sweet. It's too or? sweet.
3: Yeah. It's well, sweet. that's <laughs> like the onion. The poor Your onion. <laughs> now they want onions that are stronger and more yeah. pungent. Yeah. Which I get.
5: Well, yeah, you want. You, get, you want that the, onion to have spoiled, a little spoiled, you like yeah. both. I like the I like the mild onions and I like, like them raw or
4: oh, yeah, cooking. Uh, but
5: uh, but good. there are some recipes I think that are better if you have a little have taste,
4: taste. The onion kinda bites onion. you back. Dang, good.
5: It's
3: good. Yeah. Hey, two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number, two one oh three oh eight. 8867 and toll free. It's 866 308 8867.
4: I know there's mistakes in Calvin's article uh, from yesterday. Yes. I just don't know why. Pe- I guess people feel sorry for him and not calling in or don't want to argue about it or something. But he, cover- he covered his bases on there. He pretty well said that uh, this, is, this varies from neighborhood to neighborhood. And then and they. even varies hundred yards uh, over in hollywood park i I forget oh I know It was a uh, uh, more grindy hibiscus it was hibiscus, and uh, they would eat they would wouldn't touch more grindy uh, I think Far said it was about a uh, two three hundred yards from his house that he'd eat it to the ground at his house. Huh.
5: Of course, they've, he's got a reputation of being anti-deer. So there you go. They just have, you know, they have a shift. Okay, it's your turn to go harass. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like the taste of it. You eat it if it's ten-fourths yard.
4: Yeah. That more ground is getting harder and harder to find. People are are looking for it, looking at it, looking, looking for it. Uh, maybe maybe I ought to go over see if his neighbors still got some more ground and get some cuttings and, and roots. Um, uh, there's only one, one nursery that we've been able to find that is actually selling more grindy uh, mm-hmm. hibiscus. So uh, uh, it's getting harder and harder to find uh, being uh, uh, substituted by for by more uh, showy, I guess showy uh, hibiscus. Not as big but nothing uh, more, shall we?
5: Joe Dominguez, a uh, gardener that attended the tomato program I gave a while back with, where we emphasized the uh, rodeo tomato. Mm-hmm. He said t- today is his day. He's going to harvest the first rodeo ro- tomato. Rodeo tomato. Oh, yeah, mine, wow. m- mine are loaded with good f- fruit, nice foliage, uh, but I'm not anywhere close. I am harvesting tycoons, but but he says he's, he's ready. He's going to pick them. And, uh, I mentioned the, uh, was was having trouble with the birds and the mm. rodents, and he, he made this little, you know, cry, uh, yeah. so don't <laughs> say anything, because not, nobody has, none of them have noticed in his garden
4: so far. Hey, he doesn't have them covered or anything,
5: huh? No, but he was covering today, too. Yeah. Because he's the, yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, after they begin to show a little color, the, the birds will definitely come after him. Uh I wanted to mention that we were talking about hibiscus a while ago, and uh, more grandi. Uh, Mr. Moy had a uh, numerous uh, hibiscus. Uh, he was a breeder, of course, plant breeder. Uh, Dr. Moy, the, the one that came up with uh, uh, tropical uh, I mean, uh, orange frost and uh, lemon frost and uh, uh, Arctic. Arctic frost. Uh, of, of which we have the last plants that are on their own root system uh, here at Millburgers, and so uh, if you if you want they just them. got a
5: new shipment in, they're looking good. What oh, is it? that right? Yeah, So over there. I don't, you know, I don't know whether maybe that's overstating the shipment, but they uh, there's a large yeah. group of the new ones that are
4: yeah, 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 right. and and they're they're on their own root system and it won't be available for another year or a year and a half
5: and also
4: after after these are gone
5: yeah now these we're talking about are pre- pretty uh, cold tolerant if you were interested in a little less cold tolerance love the selection of meyer lemon and and mexican lime is outstanding yeah or they're a lot of good-looking plants
4: and even, even the other satsumas, uh, miho, sito, uh, okitsu, and all those types. And some of your oranges
5: yeah.
6: all, all
4: grapefruits. Our, naval oranges and things like that are, are also available here, too. And
5: calamundum. I was gonna, I don't dare Kalimundo. say Jerry's. Kalamundum! Jerry's Kalimundum because he's actually a fruit.
4: Uh, hey, hey, hey. And I, um...
5: now
3: that's, see, he asks,
4: forgets how he is on Frozen Back. Or I
3: asked someone else who got one way back when, and um, I said, how's your Calamondon? I hadn't seen him in a while. How's your Calamondon doing? And, oh, it's it's gorgeous. It's, it's you know... Uh, Twenty feet tall yeah, or something, yeah. and it smells wonderful when well, they bloom, and it's full of so much fruit. And oh, have they tried the fruit? It's miserable. That uh. oh, fruit is horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. But, so it two is. out of
3: three ain't bad.
1: <laughs>
3: you can actually use
5: it for recipes, but yeah, There's yeah. a lot of fruit. <laughs> a lot of recipes you'd have to use.
1: It,
4: it does start sweeter. Right before it's gonna fall off the tree. Oh, know, yeah,
5: it's get, it gets sweeter. It must get sweeter too after it rots and gets mushy because the yeah. butterflies. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, do
3: they? Do they like it?
5: Yeah. Yeah, they like anything that's in that state. A
4: lot of benefits to these things. <laughs> you know. one, sure. l- one little one little uh, flaw, flaw. maybe. Like
5: yeah, it was worth fruit. It was wait. <laughs> it was worth the ten year wait for for it to start fruiting.
4: <laughs> hey,
5: quit that. that <laughs> But well, Anyway, you were they going somewhere. Me, <laughs> I, they got me all excited because they made such a wonderful hedge, tall oh, hedge, yeah. evergreen hedge. They had discipline. And then I said, well, I want to find, you know, another 20 of those. None Never. left. None left. <laughs> none, none
4: left.
5: <laughs> and it was uh, kind of but like you were talking about
3: the hibiscus, the Moy.
4: Look at you, man. I uh, appreciate
5: you remembering uh, that. Uh, is he changing the subject?
3: But no, no, no. I just poor that, Jerry had started on one path and now he's <laughs> he's in like Austin. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's,
5: but
4: the, uh we're gonna have another Moore hibiscus. It's not gonna be known for its big bloom, but uh it's an unusual uh hibiscus that uh, Mr. Moore uh, developed and we're gonna have it v- available at the uh, uh, Plant R&D booth uh, uh, at the uh, Festival of Flowers, which is coming up.
3: Uh, yeah, next, next Saturday. 26th. The Saturday of week, yeah.
4: Sooner than we thought. So it's, it's, called, it's, it's called Mr. Moore named it Charming. I don't, know, I don't know where he came up with his name, but he came up with Bumper. Yeah. Uh, that's one of his Have kind of had a bumper crop. Yeah. And uh and so he named this one Charming. Like C H A R M I N G Charming. And it's got uh multi uh, multi clustered fuchsia covered covered colored blooms and the blooms last uh, for quite a while.
5: More than one day?
4: Yeah, more than one day.
5: Because uh, a lot of hibiscus, you got one, you have a lot of absolutely. blooms one after another, but they just, absolutely. each one does one day.
4: And we'll also have a night-blooming jasmine over there. We'll have a black cherry tree, for, great for birds and landscape. And we'll also have the last of the uh, McFadden's Pinky Myrtleette. Uh That was grown in tissue culture. <laughs> And uh, it it, it uh, we
5: got that some, sounds like GMO.
4: No, well this was before GMO. <laughs> no. Uh, there's no no manipulation. No. This is just re- reproduction. And uh, Dr. McFadden uh, came up with this, uh, and I brought it back from I brought it from Tennessee. And it, it's a it's a genetic dwarf. And it's got beautiful pink flowers to it. And uh, I was asking asking uh, Trace about uh, Grandma's yellow when he was talking about roses for Mother's Day. And uh, they're, they're they're in short supply this year too. I think the demand for them is, is great, and a lot of people have gone out of production of them, uh, like color spot. Uh, but, uh, we will have some at, uh, at the, at the, uh, uh, plant, uh, research and development, uh, booth. And so, uh, Grandma's Yellow Rose, if you're looking for that. And you better get that, too, because that's in short supply. And we'll have a Mortensen, uh, hardy, hardy red grape, if you're looking for a good table grape, uh, Fairly large berries, green with a pink blush, uh, excellent taste with very few seeds. So those are some of the things that are going to be available at Festival of Flowers. And where is it going to be,
3: Milton? Let me take the opportunity to tell you that the 21st Annual Festival of Flowers is at a brand new location. It's Saturday, May 26th, and it's at the Austin Highway Event Center, which is at 14, I'm sorry, 1948 Austin Highway. So everything is you know some new stuff like Jerry pointed out, but all your favorites are going to be there with the Indoor Garden Mall, the Plant Exchange. Oh, thank you. I've got it here. Oh, uh, go. Floral Design, Herb Kitchen, the Day Lily Show. Uh, Organic roundtable seminars throughout the day. Uh, All your favorite vendors are going to be there at the indoor mall. And uh, it's all plants, all plants, all plants. It's all gardening. And uh, it's, uh, it's a terrific event if you know about it. Uh, then you just you just need to know when the date is, and you need to know where it's going to be because you're going to be there. So May 26th, and uh, is the date. And the Austin Highway uh, Event Center is the place. If you're not familiar with with it, uh, this is this is the plant and gardening event of the year uh, every year, and uh, you want to go. So mark your calendar
5: for the plant exchange go to the uh, their website yeah
3: safestivalflowers.com
5: to see what the rules are it's a yes. huge plant
3: exchange oh and it's very popular really? tremendously yeah. popular so Whoops. Sorry, that was me. So uh, anyway, we want to encourage you to go there. Go to SA Festival of Flowers to to learn more, but it's the uh, Festival of Flowers at 1948 Austin Highway between Eisenhower and Walsham on Austin Highway. One day only, 9 to 5, free parking, uh, $7 admission, parking is free. Uh, you can get a dollar coupon uh, at Burger's newsletter, too. So uh, come on out and uh, be a part of that. We're going to be broadcasting from there. Uh, and we're going to be having a lot of fun, and you'll see all of that at SAFestivalFlowers.com. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Vorty Road. Millburgers is the place to go to... Well, build your own butterfly garden. Not only do we have seminars on how to build a butterfly garden, we're going to help you support your goal by giving you a great opportunity on some terrific plants. This week at Millburgers, you'll find sales on some butterfly attractors like zinnias on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. And you can find vibrant colors of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. Also, the Dreamland and the Profusion series, just 98 cents each in the four-inch pot. Pentas attract butterflies and they're a Texas superstar. And you'll find find pentas on sale for just 98 cents each in the four-inch pot how about texas lilac vitex it attracts butterflies it's a texas superstar it's absolutely gorgeous with its beautiful purple flowers also known as mexican lavender or chase tree it's in the five-gallon container on sale for just 18.88 lantanas attract butterflies they're a texas superstar and they're now on sale for just 4.88 at Milberger's landscape nursery 1604 in Boulevardy road
2: Do you know how many dentists i have to choose from in los angeles this is dennis prager And the answer is... It doesn't matter, because my dentist is Dr. Stan Shelton right here in San Antonio. That's the truth. What do I like about visiting Dr. Shelton? Everything, including talking to him about the issues of the day. I love the guy, and he's a great dentist. So let me recommend without hesitation my dentist, Dr. Stan Shelton. You'll find him online at drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com or 210-590-7878.
0: Larry Elder explains what was wrong with the
2: Iran deal. There's nothing to do with the other thing that Iran is doing. The missiles, uh, arming uh, Syria, helping uh, Al-Qaeda, founding Hezbollah, arming Hezbollah, financing terror, financing other terror groups, covert terror groups. They're the ones financing the bad guys in Yemen. And none of that was included in the deal. None of it. The Larry Elder Show,
0: weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7, on 930 AM. The Answer.
3: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Give us a call. I'll be a part of the show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Take a second to talk to you about quality organic products right there on Lookout Road. Now, if you're looking for soils or mulches or compost, if you're looking for crushed granite, if you need those uh, uh, the rocks, the uh, river rocks, the pebbles and all that, um, I know. It's great. Thank you. <laughs> i have a, a friend that's uh that's shopping here okay do you want to all right but uh he's and he's he's getting a lot for mother's day uh but uh, quality organic products is the place to go for all those things and i encourage you to go to qualityorganicproducts.com. that's their website uh, and you'll see the descriptions of the products todd chisholm has built a, a company that uh is uh, but, well, it helps out landscapers in San Antonio. That means two things. One, he's able to provide a, a little bit better price for you than you might find somewhere else. And two, it means that they've got to trust the quality of Todd's products because their livelihood depends on it. So you can trust it, too. Quality organic products. They've been doing it for a long time, and they do such a good job. Uh, 210-651-0200. 210-651-0200. And uh, you can reach them at qualityorganicproducts.com. And that's Charlie, my friend, who is uh, uh, buying lots of stuff there. We'll see if he hears his name on the radio in just a second. Uh, Bobby's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Bobby. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
7: I'm doing well, and you?
3: Good, thank you. What's going on?
7: Well, good afternoon. So I want to talk about tomatoes for a second here. Uh, I've been growing for quite a while. So anyway, I've got quite a crop on now, and if I increase... Pick up the potassium. Is that going to help push these off to get from green to red?
5: What's that? A tomatoes?
7: Yes. Potassium I'm fertilization. About
4: no. Yes. No. It, it, they. are going to reach a, a certain uh, size according to fertility that that's been added, and uh, then the, they. Of course, they ripen from the inside. Right. And, uh, and they. They. But there's nothing you can fertilize them with or. Or uh, you know, make make them turn uh, turn
5: red faster. Yeah, nothing that, especially not at this point. What kind? What variety are they? Well, I got quite a few, but I'll tell you what I've
7: added a couple of years ago is Epsom salt for a foliar feeding. That has done. Have you ever done that?
4: Okay. Yeah, yes. I, I foliar feeding uh, helps quite a bit, especially, especially on the foliage.
7: Well, I mean, I'm using Epsom salt with it and uh, put a little fish emulsion in it with it. And I'll tell you, it's really, I did that a couple of years ago and it's really accelerated them. It's been amazing.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, even even the uh, that preventative spray for spider mites, uh, seaweed extract. Seaweed extract. Yes, yeah. uh, some nitrogen uh, yeah. source. Of, uh, so that that is useful too.
7: So, no special what, trick, to accelerate to get them red.
4: Nope. No, I don't think you can accelerate. now.
5: Nah. I'll bet they're not it, too. They might. They're not too far if they're uh, the variety. No, they're stuff. not. But I mean, it takes a while. And
7: then, like you said, it's the birds. They sit back and wait. As soon as they start turning red, boy, here they come.
4: So
7: <laughs> there's nothing to yeah, do about that, I will tell you.
4: Well, other than cover with birds. Well, native. no, no,
7: I cover them, and I just, you know, it's almost like if you go out of town for a couple of days, that's when they're going to turn on you, and that's when they're coming. Yeah. But yeah. Now All what good. you
4: can do once once they begin to show a little pink, uh, you can harvest them, take them in, in inside, put them in and, a bag, uh, let them ri- let them ripen inside.
7: So you I think putting them in a, a brown big bag, big. bag in the closets the trick or not? Is that old wives' tale?
4: No, well that uh, that provides ethylene. Uh, which yeah, the is the right? Yeah, that 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 might help a a but, few days.
5: Yeah, you, I mean I it only takes two days anyway. Yeah,
4: but I I yeah. would compare it. I would I would do a comparison uh, between just putting them on the counter and and putting them in that bag. I don't I don't think you're gonna see a significant difference uh, between the athlete. But of course that's that's what causes them to ripen is the Athelian produced about the uh, produced uh, uh, around the ripening, uh, ripening right. seed.
7: Well, just so to I, what
4: what's what what variety is looking good for you so far?
7: Well, my big boys are, are coming out, and I put them in the 1st of February, believe it or not. I'm in Austin, and I roll the oh, dice okay. every year just good. to make sure. You know, if I get a freeze, I'm, I'm toast. But this year I've lucked out, and I get them out early enough to where I get an early harvest, but... As you know, once that sun starts beating on them and gets hot, then it's yeah. party's over. But uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but okay, well, well good luck to you, start.
4: and uh, I hope you get them before the birds get them.
7: Yeah, good deal. Yeah, good afternoon.
3: Thank you Thanks. for calling. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bobby. You take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. By the way, the next hour we're going to give away tickets to Festival of Flowers, so we'll figure out what our trivia questions are going to be. Or how we're going to do it. So be sure to be listening next hour uh, for that. All right. What else you got going on over there?
4: Uh, you know, it's, it's it's amazing how we've we've done this show for 30 years or. or, or it just seems like it. 22. 22. What is it? 22.
3: Closer to 22.
4: Oh, okay. Uh, of course,
5: when you're Joe's age, you kind of lose track.
4: Yeah, you. Uh, after, after you get over 20 there, 20 years ago, everything is 20, <laughs> 30 years ago. But uh, it's amazing how we, we constantly come up with uh, uh, different information, uh, more information on, on, on products and, uh, and plant material and things like that. And uh, yesterday we were talking a little bit about uh, edge control. And for for years we just been spray, saying to use image and sedge hammer uh, for nut sedge control and and uh, in fact I I think I, we I've I often said use a a, spra- a, a, spra- a spreader like a liquid detergent in in there to make sure you get good foliage uh, cover. Well, that was a wrong. That was the wrong. It didn't do any harm, uh, but uh, the, you actually the, the the information is that you you actually want to apply this stuff uh, directly to the soil and then water it in thoroughly because you're uh, it's not like regular herbicides. Uh, we're we're uh, and we're. Uh, in this case we're instructed to soak them into the ground These weed killers are both taken are uh, both both the image uh, for nut uh, sedge and sedge hammer are, are taken in through its roots so you' you're sure try, you're trying to get the the, uh, herb, the uh, herbicide to the roots so that, that changes our you should used to be recommendation because because we we used to talk about using spreaders and uh, not so much stickers, but uh, to spread the uh, fol spread it on the foliage and let the foliage get tall and on and on and on. But you actually, I don't guess you have to let the foliage get tall and you can mow it. I don't if, if you're treating the root system.
5: Well, but I thought when we looked at that label that there was the. Co- they indicated that there was both. Both advantage actions. Advantage to both action, yeah. And we've, you know, all those years that you and I were just relying on getting it on the foliage. Yeah. We got pretty good. It was slow. We got good, but we got good coverage. But we also applied it to dripping. Right, so, to, so, so getting, to runoff. Yeah, so it was getting to the, the soil. Um, but uh, yeah, you want, really want to follow the label instructions on yeah. on those products because there's there's some of the plants. Uh, it's not like the contact herbicides for grass, like Grass Be Gone or uh, Fusilade. It uh, it will affect some of the uh, even like roses and things like that. So make sure you check out the label uh, on which plants you're going to use it near.
4: Yeah, I was uh. Looking at uh, Neil Sperry's newsletter for this week, Uh, and if you want to take a newsletter uh, as well as a Melbarger newsletter, uh, Neil Sperry's uh, newsletter comes out weekly. It's got a lot of good information in it. Uh, Is it still free? It's still free, and uh, I've got a link on uh, plantanswers.com up in the right-hand corner. Uh, it says Neil Neal Sperry, Gardens, and you click on that, and that'll take you to the how to sign up for the newsletter. And it comes weekly, and it's it's well done as as is everything that Neil does. Uh, but anyway, he said in there, there's no better time of the year to plant new grass than now, and that's probably true because it, it'll it, the weather's cooler. A little bit cooler than it will be a little bit later, probably
5: best time for Bermuda grass seed. Yeah,
4: and time for you can sow Bermuda grass seed, and uh, as long as you and we've got information on PlantAnswers.com on on how to uh, get that Bermuda grass seed to germinate. Uh, I I was I was amu- i I was amused that. Uh, he lists some plants for summer color uh, from annuals, the time to plant uh, summer color from annuals. And he, reco- he recommends angelonias, angelonias, and uh, pittas, lantanas, coleus, firebush. See, firebush is, is not an annual here. It's a perennial. It kills down every year, and I th- I don't, I think firebush is a, a pretty long way to Dallas. I think I'm pretty sure we had firebush up there in our demonstration garden at the Dallas Center. At uh, and so uh, he he and he he and I I don't think copper plants come back even down here, and uh, purple fountain grass, crotons. And then he lists Gold Star Esperanza
1: as, a, as an, an
4: annual. annual. Huh. But uh, it probably would be up in Dallas and uh, North Texas. But down here, of course, uh, it it mo- a lot of time. A lot of times it won't freeze back. But most of the time it freezes back, and then and then sprouts again. Yeah, it's rare,
5: rarely does it get killed? killed.
4: Yeah, very yeah. rarely does it get killed. Then he, he recommends uh, purslane, moss rose, and flower, fan flowers. And I, I hesitate to mention Gold Star Esperanza without uh, the warning to make sure that it's Gold Star Esperanza. Uh, and the way you do that is for, if you buy it in Millburger, you know it's Gold Star Esperanza. If you buy it from uh, with a color spot label on it you know it's gold star Esperanza and if you if you buy it's if it's blooming when you buy it it's very short and and blooming when you buy it then you know it's gold star Esperanza
5: I spend a lot of time on my article next Saturday
4: I'm oh did you Talking
5: about that yeah make sure you you know if, if that is if you want bigger blooms, a long season of blooms. Oh, yeah. If you're content yeah. with tiny little blooms at the top of an 8-foot plant in the fall. Right, right, right. Grow something else.
1: Did
4: you have a
5: picture of that? or? Um, I don't know. I rely on the uh, Express News. Okay. Photos.
4: Uh, but anyway, we've got, we've uh, got if, if you've got Gold Star, you bought Gold Star Esparazza and it's not blooming when it's very small, uh then you've probably got a ceiling of uh, esperanza which is not, not the selection of gold star. Gold star has to be propagated by vegetative cutting to be uh, to be the true gold star Esperanza. And we're lucky that some of our nurseries have uh, have cleaned up their acts, and we're working on the others in North Texas to clean up their acts as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're furnishing them uh, plant material so they can uh, have the right right, right Esperanza because I'd, I'd hate to see the reputation of uh, a great plant like Gold Star Esperanza spoiled by greed uh, for needing something to sell so they're selling selling uh, any Tacoma
5: well, so, that's the genus name of it. And the, the, the main point that Jerry's making there is if there's any question, if the thing is not blooming and the, blue, the when you see it in the nursery, you buy it in the nursery, then it's a question whether it's Gold Star.
4: Right.
5: Now, there might be some. I know like the current load Mill has here. There are a few of them that have just got, got the buds, got the buds Yeah. But uh, Blooms most buds. of them are in blue. Most of them are in bloom even when they're small. Yeah. So
4: the uh, the uh, the gold star. It, it when, it's funny they they take cuttings, small cuttings, a uh, four to six inches cutting, and uh, put them put them in mist beds. And uh, gold star esperanza will bloom, but sometimes before it roots, and in, in the uh, in the mist bed. Mm. So uh, it's it's a blooming machine and a
5: great plant. Now you were talking about uh, Grandma's yellow roses. I was going to mention I had uh, had a transplant last summer. I had to transplant one of my Grandma's yellows, and uh, it didn't do well in the transplant. Uh, but it come back came back from the roots, and it's about eight inches of foliage on there, and then there's. These wonderful
4: <laughs> buds, <laughs>
5: but, uh, uh, blooms on there. Oh, roses. blooms! already. Yeah, so it's a, that's another rootstock plant that uh, yeah really is uh, outstanding plant.
4: So it came back from the roots. Yep. And uh, I, I mentioned that we were going to have some at uh, Festival of Flowers for sale, but uh, uh, and then Trace came running out with that wild look in his eyes and said that they were going to get some in maybe next week so uh uh they will have grandma yellow coming in like i said there's, there's only one uh, nursery that's producing them now that's one a wholesale nursery yeah one wholesale nursery producing them now and that's a uh, green leaf over in uh, el campo uh so the color spot is quit producing them and uh so, so, so there's not a good good supply of grandma's yellow. I'd hate to see it lost, but uh, uh, like I said, we'll have some at Festival Flowers in the uh, plant uh, uh, research and development uh, booth, uh, plant uh, R&D. All
3: zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. Uh, Toll-free outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. We've got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Forty Road. Milberger's is the place to go to but build your own butterfly garden. Not only do we have seminars on how to build a butterfly garden, we're going to help you support your goal by giving you a great opportunity on some terrific plants. This week at Millburgers, you'll find sales on some butterfly attractors like zinnias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.98 cents each. And you can find vibrant colors of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. Also, the Dreamland and the Profusion series. Just $0.98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Pentas attract butterflies and they're a Texas superstar. And You'll find pentas on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. How about Texas lilac vitex? It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar. It's absolutely gorgeous with its beautiful purple flowers. Also known as Mexican lavender or chase tree, it's in the five gallon container on sale for just eighteen eighty eight. Lantanas attract butterflies. They're a Texas superstar, and they're now on sale for just four eighty eight at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. Have
8: you racked up more than ten thousand dollars in credit card? Data? That's 800-518-4020.
7: Hey, this is Bob Oleshefsky. Thanks for listening to Plugged In.
8: Somebody's mom just enrolled in college. Beep,
7: beep, beep. It's me. In the movie Life of the Party, Deanna is a divorced 40-something mom who goes back to college to finish her degree and start her life all over. A number of things go wrong in funny ways in this Melissa McCarthy comedy. The movie does have some solid things to say about parenthood and about reaching for goals and making the most of your strengths. However, this slapstick pick also takes the low road on a number of occasions with off-screen walk-of-shame sensuality and on-screen drunken partying. So I'll give Life of the Party... Just two fraternity blowouts out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review.
3: Back to Millbrook's Gardening South, Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control, because if you've got roaches or spiders or scorpions or fleas or ticks in your yard, or if you got mosquito problems, Spider-Man can help you out. Uh, in fact, this mosquito... Uh, system that spider-man has got has been real popular uh since we've been talking about it. a lot of folks have called warren to find out more and have uh, gotten him to go ahead and uh, use that in their yard and basically what i understand of it is it's used by disney world and disneyland and what it is is it's about the size of half fire hydrant uh spider uh mosquitoes fly in uh, and they get a little powder on their legs, and then they fly out. That can not only kills them, but they put that powder down, and when the other mosquitoes land on that powder, it uh, ends their life too. So uh, it's a kind of a system to to take care of mosquitoes without spraying, and it's been real successful. So if you want to learn more about it, uh, and I have him explain it probably a lot better than I do, call two one zero six five six. Uh, thir- 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. And you can learn online by going to GoSpiderManPest.com. But, yeah, find out about that. Uh, 210-656-3721, Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. Well, our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Um, Calvin, you want to talk about the event next Saturday, too? Yeah.
1: Oh. What
5: Milton's talking about is the uh, Secret Gardens Tour, and uh, our fr- our friends at the uh, Green Spaces Alliance are having a big uh, educational program and fundraiser, and the main, the main portion of it is the tour on Saturday morning. They've got, a, uh, I think, 15 homes lined up there in the King William area. And uh, you go to the website and you sign up. There's a $25 fee if you're uh, not a member, $20 if you're a member. And then you get the, the uh, list of some of the addresses. You go to the first one, and they'll give you all the rest of the of the addresses. But it's cool. You can walk. A walk or ride your bike because they're all, all the houses are relatively close, and uh, the neat thing about what you learn there are uh, shade plants. They're just spectacular shade plants and ground covers, and especially ground covers for the shade. But they also have a um, got a lot of butterflies and hummingbirds, despite the fact that there's a lot of shade. So you can kind of learn from that what which plants and how to fit in some of the sun-loving plants. And then also, these, uh, um, Gail, the executive director, was excited about the, the kind of little intimate gardens. Mm-hmm. What did she call it? Rooms, garden rooms. Yeah, garden
3: rooms. Now, so, I thought that meant like solariums. But no, these are little individual gardens that have been kind of out in the garden or a, a room to themselves.
5: Yeah, and kind of uh, surrounded by flowering plants or uh, shr- uh, shrubs or inside trees over the top. It's, it's really a, it's really a, an interesting tour um, you uh, we don't know if there's a, a luncheon spots available but if there is a lunch in the afternoon yeah it's
3: uh, so there's uh, two parts to the uh, fundraising event one is just just the tour. That's $25 for uh, non-members, 20 for members, and that's unlimited. Anybody can do that. There is a limited, and it is Saturday. It is next Saturday, so uh, you may want to check it out, but there's also a part where you can get both the tour and a luncheon. Uh, we're going to be at, It's at the uh, Monty and Ivy, and we're going to be there broadcasting our show live as part of the uh, event, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun with silent auctions and all that stuff, and that uh, the luncheon plus the tour uh, is a hundred dollars for uh, no. non-members,
5: and eighty for members.
3: Yeah, and so you just go to uh, greensatx.org, greensatx.org. Sure.
5: Just a reminder now that what what the uh, uh, organization is uh, uh, worthy of support for is because they're they're part of the conservation easement program, one hundred thirty thousand acres that have been designated to be protected to help uh, keep keep the rural agricultural status so that the uh, aquifer is protected and then also uh, they ha- have 44, they sponsor 44 um, community gardens yeah, all, all over the city.
3: Pretty much when you see a community garden, if you're driving up and down Walsham or other places. Medical uh, center. Yeah, in the medical center, you'll it's uh, one that's been established and helped out by um, the uh, green spaces alliance and they do some education things with kids and photography and nature and so uh, they have a a number of different uh, they have you know one big mission but a number of different ways to achieve it so green will get you more information on that all right 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867
4: uh, Neil's also talking about pruning. Said, uh, and, and I've noticed across town on, on, on certain plants, you, every now and then you'll have a stray shoot that shoots right up through the middle of the bush. That can be either rootstock or it's, it, it can be a, a fast growing shoot. And uh, ba- basically, uh, you want to prune those. Pruned either back to the, to the uh, canopy, to canopy of, the, of the bush that it's coming out of or either prune it out where it originates. It said uh, whenever, whenever avoid uh, possible uh, shearing. We, uh, we were over at the greenhouse the other day, and uh, we hadn't t- cut back our fall asters. But uh, now is the time that you want to start uh, shearing and pruning your fall asters and uh, Mexican bush salvias and copper plants, coleus.
5: Even Uh, mint marigolds.
4: Yeah, mint marigolds. And and, uh, other annual and perennial plants that tend to become leggy by the end of the growing season. Now... um, he he, did, he was just talking about pinching the uh, p- pinching the uh, grow, growing tips out of the fall asters. Now our fall asters had a, had a bunch of old dead seed pods on there from last from last fall, and it actually had some blooms, which uh, amazed everybody. You know they usually only bloom in the in the fall, but these these had some spring blooms. Huh. On them. And uh, we just cut that to the ground. We cut, cut the big bushes to the ground. They were uh, three and a half, four feet tall or taller. And we just went in there and cut them to the ground. And they were re-sprout. Now, that's the after they re-sprout and get about uh, 12 to 14 inches tall or a little bit taller. Uh, that's when you want to pinch the tips out of them to uh, cause them to branch oh. because they, they bloom on new growth and of course the more you can get them to branch or, or have, have more foliage, uh, the more uh, actual aster you'll, you'll get you'll generate so uh, if you haven't, haven't cut yours back yet and it's, it's that big, we're talking about that big, uh, go ahead and, and take it to the ground, you will not kill it by cutting it to the ground and it'll it'll send up new growth, and then you can uh, you can tip it or, or go in there and hedge it, hedge it with a cli- uh, clippers, uh, so that it'll it'll uh, basically be be more compact and have more side branches.
3: You know, um, I have a weird thing happening. Uh, so you know, I have. No, not had a, for you, Well, imagine. you mentioned the fall aster, so it made me think of this. Okay. The um, I have blue bonnets coming back. Blue bonnets? Yeah, so they all went to seed. You that's know. impossible. Man. I, that's what I thought, too.
4: You no know, way you could have blue bonnets coming back at this time <laughs> yeah,
3: of the year. I do. Because they, <laughs> they all were just basically ugly weeds with seed pods, and, yeah, and so go. I was waiting for them to pop and and go. stuff, and sure enough, I've got two of them that decided they weren't going to have their seeds pop. They were going to come back and flower they're going to come back. They flowered, again. Yeah. They it, flowered?
4: And yeah. They're very small?
3: Yeah, I, yeah.
5: I've got a couple that are uh, that were real slow and they're just flowering now.
3: Just oh, maybe that's what it was. Kind of in
5: miniature. I don't know if the soil was yeah, compacted yeah. there or... He said it came back from seed, though.
3: How, how no, big no, no, it? they didn't come back from seed. I said they were, they, in the container, they were all, just had the seed pods and I thought they were kaput. And okay. Was, yeah, but then two of them all of a sudden oh, oh to bloom. oh I see.
4: I say I thought I yeah. thought you meant they shed their seed and then no 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 seed germinated. And that was that's probably they, impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, not really. Uh, a lot of a lot of times when the seed sheds, uh, and we get some rain, mm. more soil, and then fall on more soil. Yeah, that you'll get them to uh, germinate. Uh, they'll they'll have seedling bluebonnets at this time of the year. Of course, uh, going into the hot weather, uh, they won't like that, and they won't won't, yeah.
3: ever, well, good. I'm or glad. won't
4: ever flower or, or uh, produce any seed.
3: And Al back at the station says he still sees bluebonnets on Harry Wurzbach. So yeah, apparently yeah. there's, you know, I there's, there's the, some late bloomers. Literally, I, I yeah. Think the
5: rescue grass. I think we got a late. A germination of rescue grass uh, after that big rain we had because uh, mine, mine started to fade. Now it looks like I got lots of shoots. And of course, a couple of days of 90 degrees, it's going to yeah. decline quickly. But uh, uh, always everything unpredictable. Yeah.
4: yeah. Now, Neil had a question in the newspaper. He uh, said, My blue bonnet patch has spread into crushed granite path in our front yard. I don't mind having them there because they go to seed and I'd rather, uh, I rather I gather the seed and replant them elsewhere. However, weeds come up with them. Is there any kind of weed killer I can use that will eliminate the weeds without hurting the blue bonnets. If the blue bonnets if the blue bonnets are have, have produced seed and the seed have begin to turn a little bit yellow, you can spray over the top of them with Roundup, because hmm. the plant is basically dead anyway, and you won't, you won't hurt the seed by spraying over the top of it with uh, Roundup, just glyphosate only, the uh, original Roundup. Okay,
9: if the, Also, if the weeds were grass, then the yeah. grass be gone mm-hmm. or ornament, and there it shouldn't go. make a change in the in the plant at
3: all. Hey, we yeah. got a, we got a quick question. Let's see if we can get it before we have to go to break. I'm not sure we can, but let's talk to Jim. He's got a crepe myrtle question. Uh, Jim, we're going to start, and then uh, let's see what we can do for you, okay? What's going on? All right,
10: I'll make it quick. While I was listening to you all, I was out there uh, deadheading my uh, crepe myrtles um, from all last right. year's spent seed uh, pods. Is that necessary? Okay. Recommended? as a, as a help with this year's it's growth? Not nece-
4: it's not necessary, but a lot of people okay, do so- it.
10: Okay, just cosmetic purposes, I guess. Okay, yeah, right, well, I did right. one, so I don't know if I'm going to do the other one or not. <laughs> all right, yeah. that, that's all I yeah. had, so it's not really all... doesn't help,
4: okay, doesn't that, help the that's plant. A good, that's a good question. A lot of people wonder about that.
5: Yeah, so it, really, it doesn't really you want to do offer any benefit.
4: No, no benefit. Well, just
5: attractive. It's, yeah,
10: it? yeah. Other than that, but it doesn't really help the plant uh, for as far as new growth, new blooms, etc.
4: No, we, we we always tell naysayers that the birds are getting the seed.
7: You yeah, the well, that's all, what seed I seed always out?
4: thought too. Okay.
5: Some they yeah, they work at it, but it's not not as fast as cutting them off.
4: You never see the seedling grape myrtles come up where the birds have been sitting. Well, no, a, lot, a lot of times
5: the birds that get the seed are the ground the ground birds rather than the
4: birds. oh them low flying birds. I
3: about it. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a break before we do. Uh, thanks, uh, Jim, for calling. Trace is going to join us at the top of the hour. Tell us what's going on here at the nursery. I'm going to tell you that one of the things going on next Saturday is the blood drive here at Millburgers from 10 to 1.30. Millburgers will be having their quarterly blood drive, and you'll be able to uh, come out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate for just going through the process, and the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts for you, too, when you donate blood. So come on out and support your South Texas neighbors and donate blood next Saturday at Millburgers. Back in a moment on The Answer.
2: We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m., The Answer.
3: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Trace is on the porch with us, uh, and uh, we're going to find out what's going on. Uh, we talked about the blood drive. That's happening. There's always lots of good stuff happening here at the nursery. Go to com to find out about that and sale items. But, Trace, it's a beautiful day here and lots of folks out shopping.
9: It is. There's lots of mothers here, too. So happy yeah. Mother's Day to everybody out there that it applies to. Yep. And, um... Bring her, bring, if your mother needs uh, some plants, bring her on down. We've got plenty of parking and uh, plenty of things to pick from.
3: Yeah, you were uh, talking about some stuff yesterday, and you had some good ideas ranging uh, from uh, different plants. Uh, we can talk about those, but you also brought up something that I, 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 I blame myself. Uh, we don't talk about enough. That's the benches, the uh, the, fountains, baths, the fountains, the bird baths. Absolutely. We uh, blame
4: you for that. Brother. I know.
3: I don't blame you for blaming me. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, water garden features, uh, but uh, yeah. But you know, we talk. We get and trees.
9: Gift cards. So yeah, that's a good one, If, too. if you don't, eat, if you live within earshot, but you can't make it here, and you want to mail your mother a gift card, oh. all you got
3: to do is call, and, and you,
9: uh,
5: we'll mail it to her, and you can. Uh, you can kind of designate what it's for, kind of make it for the amount that will cover the the water garden, or I can't remember. Oh, butterfly garden, or yeah, just, you they could still problem. use it for
3: whatever they want. But yeah, yeah that would they would
5: now, and that way you can um, personalize it. Sure. Even That'd be cool. More.
3: Yeah. So they could come in and they could say, okay, I want to put together a butterfly garden. I got this by this. Tell me everything I need. Oh, it's going to cost blank, uh, and then I'll you know.
9: I sold a Mexican sycamore today as a Mother's Day. Present. Wow. Is that right? I did.
3: Okay, so trees qualify. That's a good yeah.
9: Mother's Day gift. I thought so.
3: So, all right, and you got you even have hydrangeas.
9: We do. we got a good yeah, selection hydrangeas. of hydrangeas. We still have a, a, a few of those uh, uh, decorated Pat's Pots is what yeah, I call them. Yeah, talk about
3: those. Those were cool. Uh, there's General.
9: about 12, 15 to 20 of them left, and they are varying things from decorated Gerber daisies, orchids, miniature roses, uh, all in Mother's Day giftable uh, containers
3: yeah so it's uh basically a floor a live floral arrangement correct yeah which is really cool it's a cool idea and we saw a number of them that were uh, being bought yesterday as we did our show uh over there in the uh, the garden in the uh, butterfly garden uh, and you've got a lot of butterfly plants on sale we do we featured like uh, zinnias and the vitex and the pentas uh, you've got those on sale. So, And then what else? Am I missing anything on
9: I think that was, uh, well, Lantana. T-
3: yeah, Lantana, the Lantana that, too. That's yeah. another butterfly one.
9: But uh, we're not limited to those. We've got a really good selection of butterfly plants. Yeah. S- salvias. Uh, salvias, porterweed. Oh,
3: people uh, love that porterweed.
9: All kinds of things. Um,
4: you mentioned that right? actually.
3: We did. Yeah. Okay.
9: Which brings about the plant of the weekend, weekend, oh, the weekend, weekend. If you want something unusual, and you can give this to your mother if you'd like. Yeah. This is a uh well, it disappeared on me. It is a desert milkweed. Okay. So I encourage everybody to Google that. It's a it's a Find milkweed that, that draws draws the monarchs and it thrives in lower water circumstances. Or lower water usage yeah. circumstances.
4: So it'd be good in rock garden. I oh, it'd be
5: and great. So. And so so. Or, or a, yeah, a container where you can uh, limit the amount of water you put in. So yeah. And uh, M- Milton looked it up and it, yeah, it's uh,
3: look uh, it when
5: it's in full of foliage and uh, the blooms are going. It's a, it's a real interesting. Are, yeah, uh, very they're pretty. They're
9: twenty nine I did not get a count this morning, but I did still see some. So. Uh, Give us a holler and uh, we can reserve one of those. Whether it's for your garden or you want it for your mother, uh, we'll be happy to uh, hold
5: it for you. You know what I I thought of uh, if uh, somebody, if your mother or somebody, had been driving you crazy about butterflies and garden and need more milkweed and everything. You could get her this milkweed and said, "Well, here's your milkweed." And uh, I am Trace. Uh. This, uh, trace did this little test on us. He brought it over to the. Uh, to the certified butterfly garden. And, and says, didn't have you know leaves. What this is? Didn't
4: have any leaves. On
5: it. <laughs> yeah. I said, no, I don't recognize it. He
4: Wonder said, where the uh, leaves maybe. went on that particular plant.
9: Yeah. Maybe the butter. Maybe the caterpillars were already on it. Maybe so.
5: But it still had the blooms. And
4: the
9: yeah. blooms are real pretty. Yeah.
5: Would you say a white and yellow blend? Yeah. Squish?
1: I would say so. Well, uh, had
5: the had the uh, flower. The uh, leaves were coming out coming out of it. Yeah. The buds and everything. Check
3: them out online. And Jerry's right. For a rock garden, I, I think it'd be perfect. Uh, it, I think it, so. Uh, now, uh, what, what Trace was offering was if you want one but you can't make it here today, uh, but you know, okay, I'm gonna. I've looked it up online, or I just know I want one. I uh, hadn't heard him talk about it in a while. Whatever your situation is, call the nursery at 497
5: Your your cactus garden, succulent garden. If you had these milkweeds in a desert milkweed, would be the only. Uh, succulent garden that would ha- encourage monarchs to lay their eggs. That's true. And th- th- those plants would fit right in there, and uh, and the butterflies will find them for sure, because the blooms are obviously milkweed blooms.
3: And uh, so four nine seven three seven six zero, and uh, they'll put them aside for you. We do that every every week with the plant of the weekend. And actually, honestly, if if you heard us talk about the the hydrangeas and you wanted one. Uh, no, you bet. Well, we have yeah, they'll put them aside, aside for you. Yeah, and they're awfully pretty. We've uh, there are two right there, uh, and then I walked amongst them as you uh, head out to the parking lot. You see them, and they're all pretty. And then you had some, you had a lot of pinks, and then there were some blues and light blues too. Right. Yeah. So they were all different you ma-
9: Did you know you can make a pink, blue, or purple? That's what
3: I wondered. I, I thought I remembered that. It's by what you water it with.
9: What you? Well, it's aluminum sulfate.
3: Okay. So, uh, yes, That's
9: specifically. Will make the uh, bloom change color.
3: Okay, very cool. Um, and, and you can have success with hydrangeas if you kind of do it in a pot and.
9: In a container is great. Half um, peat,
3: half uh, soil. Right,
9: feed with something like mere acid. Uh, and just enrich
5: it with sphagnum peat moss, yeah, it works great. Um, the other thing that makes a good, would make a good Mother Day plant, I think, are the. Uh, uh, Orange, orange, Frost, and the Arctic mm-hmm. Frost yes. and oh, yeah, Satsumas.
9: There's a few of those left.
5: Yeah, quite a yeah, quite a few. A great other.
9: selection of citrus on top of all that. So lemons and limes, limes. And lots of fancy oranges and stuff.
3: Yep, and uh, those are here at Millburgers too. And then you could also do the same thing. You could call in, and have them put one aside for you. All right. Uh, what else, Trace? What else is normally on Sundays? You kind of tell us what's going on.
9: Well, there's another uh, Trinidad uh, hot pepper. Oh, or a little bit of this week, and um, the rest of it's going to be business as usual. You know, we're going to keep bringing in the, the pretty color stuff, and uh, I have noticed that the snapdragons around town have not liked the last few days. So, hmm. uh, anybody who's, anybody who's planted uh, snapdragons and they're not looking so great, we definitely have something to replace that with
5: couple like three things four things uh zinnias are the first thing i think of those dreamland zinnias but uh, you mentioned angelonia oh yeah that's a Jer- good one. Jerry. Back the
9: nickname for that is summer snapdragon
5: yeah and jerry's first thought is uh, the, with the vincas um so um, you know and if you for the containers uh, moss roses and then then in the shade for uh, summer color of course the pentas are hard to believe hard to beat
1: uh, cool.
3: Um, what else do we need to mention? We mentioned the blood drive next week here at the nursery. And then after that, are we going batty?
9: Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe yeah. there's a bat seminar for uh, for the youth. Uh, David has one on uh, color plants coming up pretty quick. Uh, I can't remember the date. I want to say it's the ninth.
3: I'll get those. You you keep talking. I'll get Uh, the dates. So he's
9: gonna he's gonna be out here talking about Texas superstars, and he'll Mm -hmm. talk about uh, which ones to plant and where, and the the heights and the colors, and he'll be talking about the new Texas superstar, which uh, came out this year, is uh, Parsons uh, uh, Althea's.
4: Oh yeah. And uh, we've got plenty. Uh, the, the, blue b- man, yeah?
9: the blue angel? The uh, blue angel? No, but uh, we still have plenty of blue angel and white angel. I've and got is, the right up. And okay. is
3: blue angel blue or purple? Is it? Blue? Yes. Okay. It's blue. Cause, oh, okay. Because we what norm? What color are altheas normally? Isn't the right word, but every lavender. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have a deep lavender. In, in our house, okay.
5: seventy-six different versions of oh, lavender.
3: Are, are there? And, and pink. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all. It's pretty. What's that? I said that's all. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Probably Trace more. Tracy's got them all. Um,
9: no, but I do have all the angels. The, the blue thing.
3: angels. Yeah. That was very. And pretty. white angels. Oh, okay. Yeah, ours are deeper purple than that. Thank you, Rob. That's blue angels. angel. Oh, okay. I'll have to take a picture of ours and send it. Um, and then let's see what else. Uh, let me give the phone number again: 210-308-8867 Trace was mentioning the uh, the the kids seminar. This one's probably. Are we doing a um, a call into RSVP on this bad boy? Uh, all
9: all the kids ones, yes. Okay. And although this is a this can be a standing room, so I don't think she's got a limit on it.
3: Oh, good. Okay. Well, maybe one of those ones where parents are going to want to come as much as the kids. I know. I would. Yeah. A Texas Free-tailed Bats for Kids between 10 and 11 on May 26. Your kids will learn about the benefits and habits of this Texas treasure. that present the presentation is provided by the personnel from the Old Tunnel State Park near Fredericksburg, Texas, which is really cool, by the way. Uh, once you come see the bats here, then you're going to go. I promise you. Have you need. been there? Yeah, that yeah is I thought it is so cool. cool. Um, I, I've talked about my experience. I still remember it. Not only are there like gazillions, thousands of bats that fly out all pretty much at the same time. Uh, but uh, You
9: to so, see some hawks. You? Yeah,
3: you get, exactly. That's what we noticed. The guy was like, all right, well, you're not going to notice anything and uh, until the hawks come out. And then you'll, uh, that's when the bats come out. And we're all like, oh, okay, that doesn't, you know, make any sense. And so uh, a couple of scout bats come out. And the hawks just, all of a sudden the hawks come out and they're,
5: boom. Did they, did they identify Makes what you know kind of, of scout. hawks?
3: Scout. Uh, no, they were Fred. There was one of them, and I don't know. I don't know the Hawks. But, yeah, they popped those bats. The bats were like, whee, down to the ground, and they just scooped them up from there, and it was amazing to watch. And then, sure enough, the Hawks left, and all the rest of the bats came out. Those poor scouts, they sacrificed themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. So, anyway, but they They
5: took an hour to draw Straws, short straws to see. There yeah, was, uh, that's right. Yeah, who's up next? You know, uh, Bill, you so go, go out on, there. buddy. Uh,
3: no, they just don't tell Bill. Bill, go on out there. It's <laughs> a beautiful day. Um, but yeah, the uh, railroad tunnel uh, closed in 42, 1942, and now it's been colonized by free bats. Anyway, it's going to be the class is going to be conducted by them, and it'll be fascinating. RSVP uh, at four nine seven three seven six zero. Four nine seven three seven six zero, and then I'm getting all this information. By the way, on MilbergerNursery.com, and then David will be here on the ninth, which is also yeah, the top right. tomato contest.
9: Oh Maybe. yeah, that's the other reason. Yeah,
3: so uh, we'll, have, we'll be having the top tomato contest on the ninth, from uh, ten to two. So uh, for all the information on that, go to nurserycom There are cherry and smallers is one of the categories. Regular tomatoes is one of the categories. Biggest tomato by weight is another category. Then there's the best of show champion of all those, and they, they win a prize. And just for coming out and being a part of it, you uh, get a $10 gift certificate yeah. to the nursery. If you have an entry.
5: In.
3: Yeah, the judging starts at noon, so you'll have to get your tomatoes here uh, before noon. Just give one which one? By what? Salad bowl. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. The best salad bowl too. So if you don't have with that so that doesn't include tomatoes. It's everything but tomatoes. So if you're growing some uh, some y vegetables, that's a good one too. And uh, people forget about that ones, like I did. So that's a good one. That's I one haven't. where you can be
9: really creative too.
3: Yeah, and have fun with it. Uh, that's at uh that you can find out more about that. And then the same day, David Rodriguez said, drop off your tomatoes, head on over to the amphitheater, and at 1030 you can see David, and he'll be doing a presentation on uh, growing Texas superstars for summer color, which is also free. Uh, so lots of great stuff happening, and you can learn all about it at com, where you can also find your newsletter.
9: And sign up to get one. Yep,
3: you can sign up to get one, and um, yeah, because they're PDF, aren't they?
9: Uh, they can be emailed to them. Yeah, uh, I believe they can sign up online. to even have the regular one mailed, but I like the email version because it's always in color.
3: It's color, yeah. And uh, if you do not get email, don't you worry.
1: <gasps> what? what?
3: What, Calvin? Oh. Okay. Anyway, two one zero. If you don't get the email, you can call them here at 4197-3760, and they'll be sure to get it for you. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, uh, give us a call, uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment on 930 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Forty Road. Millburgers is the place to go to well, build your own butterfly garden. Not only do we have seminars on how to build a butterfly garden, we're gonna help you support your goal by giving you a great opportunity on some terrific plants. This week at Millburgers you'll find sales on some butterfly attractors like zinnias on sale in the four-inch pot for just ninety-eight cents each, and you can find vibrant colors of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. Also the Dreamland and the Profusion series, just ninety-eight cents each in the four-inch pot. Pentas attract butterflies and they're a Texas superstar. And you'll find penta's on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. How about Texas lilac vitex? It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar. It's absolutely gorgeous with its beautiful purple flowers. Also known as Mexican lavender or chase tree, it's in the five gallon container on sale for just eighteen eighty eight. Lantana's attract butterflies. They're a Texas superstar, and they're now on sale for just four eighty eight at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road.
1: This is
11: Matt McCall. Join us Saturdays for a live. Town hall meeting. We'll talk about borders and
10: babies, the military and guns, oil and education. You name it. It's the Matt McCall Show. Saturdays at 2 here on 9 30 a.m. The Answer.
12: This is an important message about the Republican runoff election on May 22nd. Gun Owners of America urges you to vote Chip Roy for Congress in the 21st District. Chip Roy is a proven Second Amendment fighter who knows how to beat the anti-gun agenda in Washington, D.C. Working alongside Senator Ted Cruz, Chip Roy was instrumental in defeating massive gun control after the tragic Sandy Hook shooting. Every time a bad guy with a gun commits a crime, politicians blame the law-abiding gun owner. But criminals don't obey gun laws. Chip Roy knows that. That's why he fought so hard to defeat gun owner registration and bans on guns in magazine. Chip Roy fought shoulder to shoulder with pro-gun Americans to defeat gun control when the pressure was intense. He is a true friend of the right to keep and bear arms who has earned the trust, confidence, and endorsement of the gun owners of America. Protect the Second Amendment. Cast your vote for Chip Roy in the Republican runoff election for Congress. Early voting is from May 14th to the 18th. Election Day is Tuesday, May 22nd. Paid for by Gun Owners of America. The
13: 24 24- first annual festival of flowers has moved to a new location the austin highway event center it's 1948 austin highway saturday may 26th all your Festival of Flowers favorites are moving to the Indoor Garden Mall, the Plant Exchange, Floral Design, the Herb Kitchen, the 2018 Daily Show, Seminar and Organic Roundtable. Festival of Flowers is co-hosted by San Antonio Water System and everyone gets a free plant compliments of sauce while supplies last. Admission is just $7. Parking is free. Carts and wagons are welcome. Plant and package checkroom. Food and beverages available all day. Remember, it's at a new location, the Austin Highway Event Center. 1940 1940- austin highway between eisenhower and walsham road it's one day only saturday may 26 9 a.m till 5 p.m find all the details at com. we'll see you there saturday may 26 at the austin highway event center 1948 austin highway who's right
2: who's wrong sometimes it's hard to tell but if you listen to 9 30 a.m the answer that question will be answered Ask the questions. We'll supply the answers. 930 a.m. The answer.
3: And welcome back to the River's in South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., the answer. Ed is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ed. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today?
11: Well, oh, i got a couple of questions for you. Uh, oh, We've got a
3: couple of answers. This okay. worked perfect.
11: Okay. I hope they match up. Uh, <laughs> when you're raising tomatillos, is there, are, are there specific varieties of that? Or can you just save your seed from year to year and sort of expect, uh, you know, that there's nothing real special about the, uh, you know, there's no improved varieties or anything like that?
5: There are some.
4: There are some, and uh, we, we tested them last year. There, there's quite a few coming to us. but us. Uh, but they seem to be sparse bearers. Uh, we we tested some last year and, and didn't uh, didn't uh, didn't get any fruit. Uh, we we tested about four or five varieties, and uh, we didn't didn't harvest hardly any fruit. So they're they're not as productive as tomatoes are. But uh, I, my best advice to you would be to try several varieties.
11: Is there? Does Millburgers have more than one kind of seed, or where would you go to try those different varieties?
4: I uh, guess you try uh, something like uh, uh, tomato. Tomato growers, uh, you know, that sells that heirloom seed.
5: Right. They do. Millburgers generally has some seed. Tomatias. Yeah, I'll go check during the break to make sure that they do, but uh, on the rack. But I don't last I saw I don't think they had more than one yeah one variety. One variety yeah.
11: okay yeah. well I, I had a, a friend of mine planted some and I mean every year more tomatillos would come up in her garden and and um, you know wherever they came up we just sort of protected them and and it just seemed to me like they were very prolific but uh, and they're you know like I say they come up by themselves there's a lot of volunteers. But I didn't never uh, had never heard whether there was improved varieties where you could, you know, find one that, say, was more prolific. I mean, more
1: uh, yeah, yeah. You prolific.
11: know, produce more uh, abundant fruit, or whether they were bigger ones or smaller ones or whatever. The ones that we had, uh, most of them were about I'd say golf ball size, maybe.
4: Well, if you if you had one that was producing that type of fruit. And Stick with it. And quantities of it, I'd stick
5: with it. (laughs) What do you use it for, Ed?
11: Uh, Well, we mostly just use it it for uh, making like uh, hot sauce and that sort of thing.
1: Oh.
6: Mix it with jalapenos and tomatoes
11: and and other uh, shredded up vegetables. And it usually adds a, you know, a different sort of flavor to it. Uh, let me have, ask you one more question. When I looked at the website for the Festival of Flowers, they uh-huh. said that you guys were on from two to four. Is that correct?
3: No, no, that's a mistake. It's twelve okay. to two. It's twelve, 12 to, two. to two. I'll go I check it out to and I'll tell you that. No, thank you, Ed. I'm glad you did.
1: Okay, thank you. All right,
3: thanks for calling. Thanks. Man. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is the number. In fact. Uh, I tell you what, let's do a pair of Festival of Flowers tickets right now. So 210-308-8867, and uh, we'll put you on the air, and um, we'll uh, ask you this question. You said it's multiple choice. Uh, The Festival of Flowers is celebrating an anniversary this year. There you go. Is this the first one? Yeah. The 11th one, the Uh. 21st, or the 31st Festival of Flowers? So if you heard the commercial, you can guess. So it's the first the 11th, the 21st, or the 31st annual Festival of Flowers. So call us at 210-308-8867. That'll be our first trivia question.
4: And the, fir- the we'll take the 50th caller. <laughs>
3: we'll, just, we'll put you on one by one. So, <laughs> all right, let's see, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and let's see, okay, Hank is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Hank, welcome to Millburgers Gardening south texas how you doing today
14: good how are y'all
3: i have a question
14: i have a question about proper pruning of a dwarf barbados cherry
3: all right do you want to take a stab at the uh the festival of flowers trivia question it's the 21st
14: isn't
3: it it is okay congratulations all right, so you've won a pair of tickets. We'll tell you how you're, you're going to pick them up here at the nursery, and we're still going to answer your question. Okay. Uh, we'll, um, well, before you hang you up, you mean we'll, they
4: get the tickets and the question
3: asked? They get both. Yes, we're generous here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, you'll pick them up here, and then uh, Al will get your information. Like we'll just get your phone number and stuff. Uh, so in just a little while. So hang on a second. Don't don't leave. What's your question? Um,
4: but but how do by, we propagate this?
14: not properly prune a dwarf Barbados cherry.
4: Barbados cherry, that's right. Yeah. Uh, general, generally, those things are pretty well stand-alone.
14: Well, that's what I thought, but it's been hit by frost a couple of times really bad, yeah. and uh, it looks kind of leggy, kind of sparse. Okay. Just take out the dead limbs, the dead twigs yeah, take in it. it.
4: Yeah, take out the deadly... Is it an old one? It's an old one? Yeah,
14: yeah, it's been in at least 10, 12 years.
4: Now, how tall is it?
14: Uh, About three feet tall, four feet
4: tall. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. That's a good one. That's a good plant. Uh, And, you know, the the bears are very uh, full of vitamin A, I think it is.
5: Are you are you hedging? Are you uh, yeah, uh, waiting I'm, to tell the I'm, prune?
4: I'm thinking if it's if it's vitamin A or C.
5: Oh, I vitamin C. The, I think. I think it's C. But there is A in there. What about the? Uh...
4: But anyway, just it pr- back uh, the the ones that I've grown. I always take a uh, kind of a oval shaped. Yeah,
14: it is. Uh, yeah, it yeah. kind of maintained its shape. But it's looking a little sparse in spots, I think, because it's been nipped by the frost a couple of times.
4: Yeah, yeah.
14: Well, will it come back just removing those dead twigs out of it?
5: Yes, it will.
14: It will? Oh, okay, okay.
5: Have you given it any fertilizer ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
14: it gets compost. It gets uh, Medina. Yeah, so it's been fertilized and everything, too. But it just got, it got hit really bad a couple of times and uh, ice on it and what have you and it's just slow coming back this year. Yeah, where it usually comes back and uh, gets green again and gets cherries on it again. Yeah, so it's just slow this year, I guess.
5: Yeah, that that pruning might help because, because those injured injured stems that it uh-huh. had some kind of wake it up down. a little bit. Yeah.
14: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank
1: you much. All right. Well, hang, All right don't hang good. up. Okay.
3: Al's going okay. to put you on hold and get your information, and you'll pick up your tickets here at the nursery. We'll have them ready right after the show. So thanks for playing. We're going to figure out another trivia question coming up in just a moment. I'll I'll try to make it more difficult. Uh, or maybe not. Who knows? All 308 210-308-88-67. 210-308-8867. What else is going on? So it
4: was the 21st. Huh? It
3: was the 21st, annual. Yes.
4: Probably
3: the 31st No, no, it just seems that way
1: yeah.
3: Oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> No, uh, it's the 21st And it's a new location over there on Austin Highway Everything you love about it But it's just at a new location On Austin Highway, which is going to be good It's going to be a good location Alright, 210 308 210 308
4: I hope it's still time to fertilize my lawn, Calvin but i got the fertilizer sitting on the front porch yeah. by I the spreader. Wow.
3: It's not going to spread itself, you know. I,
4: I, I tell myself that every time I go in the front door.
3: I'm hoping it'll spread itself. It'll be a yeah. miracle. It'll just kind of spread itself.
5: Well, it might be, uh, yeah, this would be a good time because it, uh, I think rains in the forecast again for Wednesday.
3: Or oh, something. is it all right? Yeah. Oh, good.
5: But doesn't mean it will rain for sure. I did but see
3: the sinisa were blooming. Of course, that, of course that, that for me says that, yeah, it's going to rain.
5: Or it has rained.
3: No, 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 no. The old-timers did not say the Sinisa blooming means that it's already rained. Why would they care? They said it was going to rain. I believe the old-timers. You don't get to be an old-timer by, you know, not knowing things. Who are you Who are you talking to? Uh, just, a couple just, of old-timers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're older than you guys. Oh, really? Because uh, uh, y'all also, were talking about them way back when. Also, don't
4: you don't get uh, senescence uh, or senescence, uh <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're definitely yeah, talking yeah, well, to an old yeah. one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes? Yeah, but it, you don't forget things either. To see you an old time. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Oh. So they they may have forgotten that it was after the rain. Oh, well, that.
3: I'm telling you, if we get rain, the ceniza will be proved out. Okay. Y'all doubt the old timers.
5: But uh, yeah, they, uh, I think I would go They're ahead. Pretty. What is it? So it's only the, the third, first third of May. Oh yeah. Yeah. But get get it in done. Get it done now. And also the slow release lawn for is on sale. So.
1: Hmm, there you go, with irons. For those the folks, Millburgers
5: one? Yeah, folks out there that want to uh, are a little behind on their fertilization. And that, that fertilizer is also the best one for your flowers and right. Your vegetables. Right, that's what I was
4: going to bring up. It said uh, uh, use a, half, a fertilizer that's got half or more nitrogen and encapsulate or coated time release form, which uh, Melberger 1959 slow release has. And it's on sale, of course, which makes a lot of people happy. But uh, but uh, you can use the same for flowers and vegetables at your vegetable garden. Uh, I think, of course, that's the reason we recommend uh, slow release fertilizers to, to gardeners. Is because it releases over a two to three month period, and uh, we 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 figure that uh, people have a tendency to forget uh, forget when to side dress their fertilizer or they don't side dress their vegetables. So well, this slow release will help. So it's it's important to put about a one pound per hundred square feet of uh, slow release fertilizer. Uh, uh, per, uh, like I said, 100, 100 linear feet, uh, and put that around your vegetables and flowers or and 10, like
5: that. Ten cups for hundred square feet. If you want to do it that way too. Yeah.
3: Got a question from the crowd here at the nursery. So uh, yes, ma'am, what's what can we do for you? You're on the air.
6: Hi there, I'm Nancy. I have a spot in my garden. Um, it's fairly near where we took out a cedar tree. And everything I plant there dies, not the first year, but the second year. So it's fairly near to that stump, and these same plants have done well in other places in the garden. So I was wondering, is it possible that a cedar root could block the roots and kill the plant the second year as it gets more established?
5: I wouldn't expect that. What what kind of plants are... Specifically,
6: of have I planted there? Yeah. yeah. Um, I put in a candlestick plant. Again, the first se- season it was great. The second season it died. Uh, I put in a lion's tail. Same story. And what was the other one? Uh, Pride of Barbados. All of which I've grown successfully nearby with the same. Basic.
5: and, uh, and Pride uh, Barbados hasn't come up this year and
1: no?
6: no the last one i planted was the was the lion's tail and it was gorgeous it, the first year it grew a, a good three feet and the second year it looked beautiful and then as the beginning of the second spring it just
5: you've got you've had two years with uh unusual freezes in there and all those plants are sensitive to freeze so you might have had some injury um from the from the freeze I'd, I can't imagine that it would be related to the to the, root. the cedar yeah
6: so there'd be no point in like digging the whole area up and trying to cut out a cedar root
5: no not right? unless, not unless you were looking for
6: so the roots, year-long
5: occupation no
6: <laughs> the roots of the plants I mentioned would just kind of grow around that root?
5: yeah I don't think yeah and I, I they're not those plants you talk about too uh-huh. are other than the Point Siena are are kind of notorious for you know you count on them for that one year and then then they're uh if they freeze depending on what the freeze damage does right and some of them they'll come up and still have freeze damage and just not make it so i wouldn't i, I think i'd be inclined so to,
6: just cover it yeah try it put something to, else in there and then cover it with the plant bag in the uh uh, and when we have our freezes, and see if that makes oh, a difference. I
5: would just, I would just use a plant that, the uh, points in again, or something like Esperanza, or so, so. Try, try something. Yeah,
6: I've got so much Esperanza. Yeah. But something that is has a, a better a lower freeze temperature.
5: Well, yeah. I, I, of course, I. I hope we're not going to have. Well, I hope we're not going to have that kind of a freeze every year. Kind of an unusual freeze. But I, I think I wouldn't relate it to the roots.
6: Okay. Yeah, I just, yeah, okay. I just I
5: don't. I can't think of where that would be a,
6: okay. a special. Well, you just saved me a pretty big project that
5: uh, yeah. probably
6: wouldn't have fade off. So thank you for that. You
5: bet. Yeah, and mulch. Of course, whatever you decide, mulch, plants, yeah. We
6: fertilize, and, you know, we, we do all the right stuff. Okay. Um,
5: Give it another year. Yeah, try and try something. Try
6: something. Even different.
5: one of the, yeah, even one of those same plants. So.
6: Okay. All right. Thanks again, guys. Sure, thanks,
4: Nancy. Oh, wow. Oh, you said you had so many asparaguses. Why do you have so many asparaguses?
6: Oh, uh, the front of front of our house on the entryway, I've got a, like a four-foot um, patio gate, mm-hmm. and the walkway goes up, uh, and I I put in a bunch of Esperanza plants thinking oh they'll get four or five feet high right along the edge of that fence and they'll look fabulous. Well every year they get twenty feet
4: high. Good they're lord
6: gorgeous. They come up to the roof line, I have to stake them with really high stakes and they're just breathtaking. Did breathtaking they, did
5: they free, did they freeze back
6: the last two years? Nope. But they're in the foundation, so nothing in my foundation, really. The only thing that froze in my foundation this past year, because we we did have quite a few very uh, radical freezes, was my beautiful bottle brush.
4: Oh, no. And my
6: bottle brush was a tree. It was uh, 18 feet loaded with flowers. It froze back, but it's coming back. It's about three feet high now. And I'm just going to baby it back to life. Cause yeah, they'll
4: come back from it was the root.
6: Spectacular! Uh, I think the things that are in the foundation uh, plants around the sides of the house don't. Uh, of course, there's a drip hose in there, but they don't seem to uh, get as much uh, coal. damage yeah. from the cold. They're probably kept yeah, warm m- by m- the, side moderate of the
1: temperature. House. Yeah.
3: Cool. Yeah, Thanks, but, Nancy. All right.
6: Well, Good thank question, you guys.
1: Nancy. You take
3: care. All right, Bye-bye. hang on a second. We've got a call on the phone here, so we're going to talk to Bud at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Bud. What's going on?
10: Well, it's getting hot. Hello?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is getting hot.
10: <laughs> uh, I heard you all talking about uh, your blue bonnets uh, blooming at a weird yeah. time. Uh, I have uh, a real large yard for years I have had Indian paints and summer, beginning summer of 2016 also last year 2017 and I see repetition of it already this year where the, uh, the Indian paints I was always thinking well I guess they have just gotten acclimated here uh, they come back and they bloom. I I, I have uh, about um, two dozen blooms sitting out there right now. And, and like 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 I said, I thought, well, you know, maybe they have somehow just gotten acclimated because all these summers now, when we have enough rain, uh, they've come back in June. They've come back in July, and even they've popped up in August. So.
15: One wow, question, I, is,
10: there, is there a way that they can acclimate themselves? The other question that I thought about just now, uh, having walked through that thing, I had to go up and get my uh, newspaper. Uh, and I said, oh, you know what? I remember now. I believe it was 2016 when I started not to carve out my wildflowers in this big patch because it's a heck of a job trying to carve out wherever these things have come up. And right. I, just couldn't, I just couldn't take it anymore. So I <laughs> said, well, I wonder, I wonder then, since I've been mowing them down at the beginning of the season, could it be that uh, these plants, these uh, Indian paints, if you never let them get their seed pods that the plant won't die it will just stick around and wait for another chance to make uh, bloom in the seed pods
4: Could that's that be... a possibility I, I I always tell a story about uh, Carol Abbott's uh, son that, that kept taking the the pods and blooms off of a uh, bluebonnet and let it, it live for a year year and a half, two years So uh, what what you may be doing, if you if you're never letting it go to seed, uh, that that keeps it keeps it trying to bloom and produce seed, which is its its ultimate goal. Yeah. So that may that may be why you're seeing the blooms all all the time like that.
1: Yeah. Because you
4: you're not letting it go to seed.
10: To me, that would make more sense than assuming that one of these plants becomes acclimated to where it can uh, live in the summer.
4: <laughs> no. The, what, what you're doing is taking the seed off before it, uh, before it makes its seed. So it, it keeps trying to make seed even in the summer.
10: Yeah. Okay. And then one other real quick question and then following it with, with uh, one other comment. On the
1: okay.
4: BT, uh,
10: I have a model of BT. I probably bought it a couple of years ago, have never opened it. Is it still viable?
4: Yes. If you haven't opened it, it's, yeah, it's, it's never been good. Opened. Unless, unless you've had it in a hot garage or something like that. Where has it been stored?
10: Well, in the garage. Okay. But uh, the, the garage, oh, I guess there might be times when the garage gets up to 80 degrees.
4: Yeah, okay. Well, you're okay then.
10: Yeah. Uh, and now on that uh, lady who was talking about the plants dying around the... Uh, Roots of the
1: cedar tree?
10: Right, right. Uh, I was wondering, well, okay, maybe you cut the cedar tree down and then you treated the stump with one of these things to uh, kill everything.
4: Uh, well, she never said into anything the roots. about that. Yeah, she never said anything about that. Yeah, and yeah, she, had,
5: yeah. she had a, a year of a good bloom from each of those, those plants, and it was the second year that didn't, it didn't come back. So you would, if you, if you had a remnant of uh, herbicide, you would expect it. Uh, the first year. First year, yeah. You wouldn't get that kind of performance.
10: Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You normally would. Yeah. Well, okay. It was just a thought. Thanks, Bud. Yeah.
3: Okay. Thanks for calling, Bud. You take care. All right. Two one zero three 210-308-8867. Marcus is on the line. Hey there, Marcus. Welcome to the Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
15: All right. How are y'all guys doing?
3: good. What's going on?
15: Yes, I have a question. Uh, I have a rosemary uh, plant that's growing uh, pretty good size, but it's a, it's a bush. Uh, but I have some uh, dead wood on it, and I wanted to trim it off, and I was wondering if it's too late uh, to, uh, to trim it off. And I have a second question. Uh, I have a Esperanza uh, tree, and I have it growing in a, in a pot to get it started, but it's growing kind of slow, and I was wondering if I could uh, put some osmocote on it to kind of stimulate its growth.
4: Absolutely. Copious uh, amounts of osmocote. Yeah, it'll you do probably, that hours.
5: probably grab you and give you a kiss right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: what
4: what okay. was the first plant that you were talking Ro- about? Rosemary
5: with dead b- branches.
4: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Cut
5: you, it off, yeah.
4: Yeah, you cut the dead branches back to where they turn live again and
5: then you can kind of look at the plant and and then you do some thinning cuts to reshape it too if you want to after you see what's
15: left can i ask a a third question real quick sure okay i have an oak tree that um at the bark it looks like it's it's peeling back and it looks like it's it's losing some branches the branches are falling and, uh, is, is, that, is it
4: an old tree? How old is the tree?
15: God, uh, I'd imagine it's about, about about 15 years old, I would think, somewhere in there.
4: What is it, 20, 30 feet tall? It, yes, about that size. Okay. Uh, I, I, and it, it, as far as the bark peeling what? off, I think that's just the age of the tree.
5: Yeah, What? what's... What's under the What's under that bark that's peeling off? Is it just more well, more corky bark?
15: It's a kind of a corky bark. And, it's not. Uh, it's, but not I it's not.
5: a smooth or felt. like looks kind of material. smooth.
15: I, I, it looks kind of smooth. Yeah.
5: Live oak? Did you say, or what kind?
15: I. I it's some kind of oak, but I can't. I can't really identify. It. I don't. I don't think it's a live oak or a pin oak. It kind of looks more like a, a, a sycamore
5: sycamore. hmm yeah that well if it's a sycamore that's that's probably that. they're that's famous gone. for their bark action yeah okay. the, what I was getting at is there's a uh, a, d- a disease that where the bark falls off and then you have a felt underneath but that would be really obvious because the plant uh, would be dying you know not okay. just a few branches but you'd, you'd be obviously dying.
1: But it's if it's blooming. a
5: sycamore for sure, then it's, it's, pro- it's probably nice just green. a combination of the normal bark uh, changing and uh, some b- branches maturing. Okay. But the the uh, foliage is still good, right?
15: Yeah, the foliage is beautiful. It, it, it's it's real, real nice, pretty and green. But, hmm. but anyway, I want yeah. to thank you guys. It's not a, Is tree. it
5: a deciduous tree? I mean, does it lose its leaves every fall?
15: Yes, it does use its tree, and they and they come back. In the
5: time. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think you're not. I don't think it's an issue. Now, you, if it's a real big tree, it's close to home. You you may want to have an arborist look at it just for those branches won't fall on your house or anything. Right. That's,
15: well, that's only that concerns me. Right now, they're just a little bitty branches, but. Uh, uh, it hasn't got to the point to where the, where the big ones are falling yet,
5: but oh, then kind of,
3: then you should kind of be certain.
15: okay. Okay, right. that's fine.
5: Thanks,
3: sir. But
15: thank you, guys, for the info. I appreciate it.
3: Thanks for calling. Thanks, Marcos. You uh, take care. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Now we're going to give away another pair. Uh, you get to call in during the break uh, that we'll go to in just a second. But here's the question: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. First person with the correct answer is going to win a pair of tickets to Festival of Flowers. We mentioned it's the 21st annual Festival of Flowers. We have mentioned that it's in a new location. Again, this is multiple choice. Is the new location Austin Highway Events Center, the Municipal Auditorium, C, Randy's Ballroom, or D, the Eastwood Country Club? So is the new location Austin Highway Events Center? Oh, good location. I know. It would be great there. The Municipal Auditorium, (laughs) Randy's Ballroom. Or the Eastwood Country Club two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Just think, Jerry, we used to have horticulture questions. Well, we'll, do, uh, well, y'all aren't y'all aren't helping me. So you get you can we'll do we'll do horticulture next week. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four and Bull Vorty Road. Millburgers is the place to go to but build your own butterfly garden. Not only do we have seminars on how to build a butterfly garden, we're going to help you support your goal by giving you a great opportunity on some terrific plants. This week at Millburgers, you'll find sales on some butterfly attractors like zinnias on sale in the four inch pot for just 98 cents each. And you can find vibrant colors of red, white, orange, yellow, and rose. Also the dreamland and the profusion series, just 98 cents each in the four inch pot. Pentas attract butterflies and they're a Texas superstar. And and you'll find pentas on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. How about Texas lilac vitex? It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar. It's absolutely gorgeous with its beautiful purple flowers. Also known as Mexican lavender or chase tree, it's in the five gallon container on sale for just eighteen eighty eight. Lantanas attract butterflies. They're a Texas superstar, and they're now on sale for just four eighty eight at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bulverde Road.
2: Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rolls for recurring text messages.
3: Here's a secret. Couples therapists want you to know, happy couples,
8: sleep better. I'm Trina Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. And I'm Dan Webster. I love my husband, but his snoring was like an alarm clock waking me up
7: all night. My snoring was pretty bad. We were desperate for a solution, and we finally found it with Z-Quiet. It literally changed our lives.
8: With Z-Quiet, we wake up rested and happy and, best of all, in the same bed. Z-Quiet couldn't be easier to use and works immediately. Z-Quiet comes with a 30-night better sleep guarantee. You have nothing to lose.
7: For 10 years, we've been saving relationships one night at a time. Don't wait another night. Go to GetZQuiet.com today.
2: Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for for just 995. Text sleep to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just 995. Text sleep to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Everyone has a birthday, and we at 9 30 a.m. The answer want to make your birthday special.
13: Hi, this is Brenda, and I just wanted to call and thank you guys so much for all the coupons and gift certificates I got for my birthday. And I just want to tell you thank you and please pass on to Southwest Exteriors. A big thank you for me for making me feel so special. The birthday class is really awesome and i really did feel like the vip thank you
12: so join the birthday
2: club with 9 30 a.m the answer and you too can get some great gift certificates join
0: today at 9 30 a.m the they say both candidates in the republican runoff district 21 are good conservatives so what's the difference matt mccall has been a productive member of our district for 40 years chip roy doesn't live in the district and says even if he wins he has no intention of moving to the district Matt McCall will never disrespect you like that. Matt McCall is outside the swamp with a passion for reform. The Machine Against Matt is backed with insider swamp money. Eighty percent of the nearly million dollars spent for Roy has come from outside the state. What does that tell you? The lawyer lobbyists buying their way in. The very essence of all we're working against to drain that swamp, not be defeated by it. Matt McCall is endorsed by conservative leaders like Red McCombs, Tom Frost, Charlie Cheever, John Monfort, and San Antonio's finest, the Police Officers Association. Matt will work for us with a servant's heart. Matt McCall for Congress.
10: I'm Matt McCall, and I approve this message, paid
0: for by Matt McCall for Congress. Let's phase it. We love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station?
13: That's easy. 9.30 a.m., The Answer.
3: And welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, 210-308-8867. And our trivia question was the... uh, uh, Festival of Flowers is it a new location this year is it going to be at the Austin Highway Event Center Municipal Auditorium, Randy's Ballroom or Eastwood Country Club Lisa is on the line with a guest
1: Oh,
4: forget
3: her <laughs> Hi Lisa She's going anyway Hi. <laughs> no, It's okay It's the Austin now.
16: Highway Event Center
3: Yay Lisa, way to go So are you all prepared this year?
16: I am getting ready plans. as I speak. They are okay. being potted.
3: Okay. Okay. And has your husband been working out and, and, <laughs> and lifting? No, and all
16: he's, he's giving up the ghost on that thing. He's always working. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. And Lisa is a Festival of Flowers regular. Uh, so, uh, w- do you have a favorite part besides the exchange?
4: We're we're taking we're taking all the uh, uh, plant labels mm-hmm. uh, off, of, <laughs> off of the uh, plants that Lisa uh, gets. Uh
3: huh. Because it doesn't matter anyway.
4: Uh, well, uh, <laughs> you know she she likes the plants with no, no labels on. Right. It'll make her feel <laughs> no more at home. No names. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or we just okay. make up names. There you go. I just have make a up names. To see y'all. Okay. Now, Lisa, about a, you know we're going to put you on hold lotus. after this, and then uh, uh, Al's going to get your information, okay?
16: Uh-huh. But yeah,
3: go ahead with your question.
16: It, it has to do with a lotus plant. I had it in one of those galvanized buckets, and it was growing great. Every year it would come back after dying after the winter. And about two years ago I bought or I got one of those water celeries, and I put it in the same container but <laughs> separated by the pots. And it okay. went ahead and it overtook the whole container. <laughs> so now I want to try and salvage the lotus. A, a leaf actually did come out through all the root ball. I don't care about the water celery. It can, I just need to know how to salvage that lotus.
4: Well, I, I just get the celery out of there and let the lotus take over. Or well, just, I mean, this. the root
16: ball is wall-to-wall. It's a massive root ball. From the celery, so oh, okay. I don't know. How I'm about gonna, a how
5: can... about a sharp, just a square around that leaf that came out. Cut it with some kind of whatever tool you use. That's got a sharp blade and make a square around that. And then uh, would that would that get enough of that uh, lotus to to save it? Well,
16: that's. You know my, I don't know about. how big
5: the tuber is. Well, it's just be Yeah, be generous. It's huge yeah be generous and um, and then you, you you know if you probe with a knife uh, and you you probably will feel or see if you get you're getting that lotus
1: right
16: right so, so basically if I, if, just I pull, move it out. if I pull yeah. the root ball out of the pot rinse away all the soil and just start from the outer side inward right. removing all the roots until i get to right. the tuber
5: right probably so right i or- think that
16: would salvage it
5: yeah. yeah.
16: Okay, great. The other question is about uh, Agriform tablets. Are they, because I want to put those in with all my, like I do with the uh, water lilies and things, to fertilize it. Um, is it okay if I do that, if I already use the mosquito dunks in the water for the mosquitoes? Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, well, so well, those two yeah. won't, those two won't, uh, oh, no, they'll, they'll work no, together.
4: No, a no, whole different Different thing,
16: right? I just didn't want one tablet to cancel out the dunks.
4: Yeah, where, where are you gonna? Where are you finding the agroforms?
16: I, I get those tablets. I've had them forever, and you can get them at most nurseries, even at mail. Oh, is that right?
4: Okay. Sure. Cool. I, th- I thought you might have to go to Water Garden Gyms
16: or someplace like that.
3: Hey, Lisa, no, we're Milbury's gonna put you on
16: hold. Um, any nursery has them.
3: Okay. Cool. Cool. Good. We're going to put you on hold, and Al's going to get your information. You pick up your tickets. i will be ready by the time we leave today. So congratulations, and we'll see you at the Festival of Flowers. All right. Bye, Lisa. Put her on hold, and then we're going to get to Patrick real quick and answer his question. Hey, Patrick, how can we help you? Let's help you before we end the hour today. What's going on?
5: How
7: difficult is it to start bird of paradise plants from seeds that I harvested from last year? Because I lost the plant during the winter, is it? Possible to start them from the seeds from last year? Relatively
4: easy? Bird of paradise. Uh, you, are you ta- you're talking about uh, Mexican bird of paradise, the one that blooms uh, yes. red and yellow? Point Poinciana? Yes. Poinciana. yes. Uh, okay. It's not hard to get the seed to germinate, but it's, it's hard to get them to, grow, to germinate and grow fast enough to bloom the first year. Okay. About the best you can do is get them to uh, bloom in the in the fall. Very, okay. Because they 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 don't grow very fast from seed.
7: So I don't need to do no special procedures to get them to germinate.
4: No, you don't need to scarify them. Uh, we've tried scarification on them, but uh, it didn't it didn't improve the the germination
5: at all. Just put a, put them in a pot. Uh, you don't even have to cover them really. Have some-
4: yeah. And okay. They'll come up, but I would I would grow them in a container first, you know, like you're growing tomato transplants. Okay, good luck okay. to you. Thank you for coming. Thank Thanks,
3: Patrick. We got to run, and congratulations to all our winners today. Next Saturday we will be at the. Uh, luncheon for the green spaces alliance uh, secret garden tour for more information on that go to green spaces i'm uh, sorry go to green satx.org don't forget the blood drive is here at millburgers next saturday too that's from 10 uh, 10 o'clock to 1 30. Uh, millburgers will give you a 10 dollars gift certificate just for going through the process and you'll get a nice thank you from the south texas blood and tissue center for more information go to millburgernursery.com we'll say goodbye for today